Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. We are actually, believe it or not, we're actually on episode 21, season two, episode three. It's pretty exciting. Uh, And as we record this episode, we are now, we have a new president, President 46, Joe Biden. So how's everybody? How's everybody doing? How's your week? Um, I'm doing good so far. Um, I'm just right now trying to get prepared for midterms and everything. Oh my god, you have midterms already? Hey, don't yeah. go there. We already started. We started one, but look, look for the for other classes. We started yeah. one. What? Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, should we should say we also have Hans joining us via Zoom. Hi. Hi, Hans. Hi. And we have a newcomer onto our podcast, Cairo. Hello, everyone. Oh, no, Cynthia's been on our podcast before. When? Yeah, it, 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 Cynthia is like like an eclipse. She comes every once in a while. <laughs> she, it, it, she, like, I catch her at, like in the hallway, and I'm like, Cynthia, you want a podcast? And then she's like, okay, sure. And then sometimes I think she does it to appease me. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's like a celebrity star guest. So... But so you guys are in midterms already? Yeah. Our seniors. Oh, I, oh my God. Isaiah just popped in. He's got his hair braided. Uh, Isaiah, why don't you just pop in and say hi to us? Because we are recording. We just started recording. Let's. Um, all right. Let me, so I, Isaiah popped in. He's looking very nice. He actually. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, he says. You're uh you got your hair braided? Yeah, I have. Tell them by who? Someone and only at the bridge. At the bridge. Um, we also now do I guess hair. <laughs> Besides the other services we provide. So um thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about the inauguration in a few minutes. Um, we were just kind of checking in on our week. So apparently guys started midterms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did. What are you worried about? Talk louder. Um, I said, <laughs> start making out with the mic. <laughs> okay, so I said, um, biology is the only one I'm worried about because, um, not because it's hard, but because it's timed and it's like, I read really slow, so it's like I don't have enough time to. You have one shit. hour and 20 minutes for 37 questions. Like, and mind you, mind you, some of those questions have like six activities. That's what I'm about to say. Carl, this is not about you. <laughs> um, right? For one, right? Just like, let me flex real quick. You're going to flex? I once took a 100 question French midterm, right? Uh-huh. Um, in 30 minutes. And uh-huh. I just took a 40 question mm-hmm. environmental science. Mm-hmm. Environmental science. Oh, okay. And 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Carl. Are we uh, yeah, but how'd you do though? Are we you? I got a 97. I got one. All right, 97. Whatever. Do we look like Carl? Do we look like Carl? Not everybody. Uh, how'd you do? Okay, Hans, what about you? How's, how, how's your. Can we get. Let's give Hans a minute. Well, uh, that test for Carl, it was probably Jared to see. We always flexing. It was probably Jared to see. 
Whatever. He said it was um French and environmental yeah. science. AP environmental. Shut science. up! Yeah. Insane. That's insane. insane. But anyways, well, my week has been good, and yeah, I have midterms next week. Not just that, I have a lot of work. They're trying to kill me over here. To be honest. I have so much work. When I tell you so much work that I gotta do, quizzes, projects, essays. Yeah. For next week and for this week, so you know, yeah, it's going, you know, it's going, going. (laughs) yeah. So I could say, trying to stay at the top of everything. It's it's, it sounds like it, and I I guess the girls are gonna hop in on this conversation. Um, Well, my week has been pretty bland lately. I've just been doing homework and everything, and I was really happy. I got, you know, because my third block teacher told me that our class could leave the Google Meet early to watch the inauguration, so I got a good 45 minutes to myself, and... Did you watch the inauguration? Yeah, I did. Okay, good. I really like... um, Lady Gaga's part. Yes. I I should know, because you made me replay it for you. yes. 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 <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so I guess, well, let's talk about the inauguration. So now we have a new president. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise Jesus. So let's, let's go through some points of yesterday. <laughs> first things first, we have President 45 is out. We have President 46, Joe Biden. Some things that I found was uh, Trump did not stay for, you know. Are you surprised? That I, I am not surprised. And so he didn't. So one of the traditions that every president has done for the for the incoming president is one staying staying for the. Uh, for the president and inviting the president into the white house prior to the inauguration ceremony which trump did not do but he did leave a note though that was a big speculation was like did trump was trump gonna leave a note but he didn't so what did you guys think about that um well we can't really say much about the note since the only thing we got from the note was that biden said it was a very genuine let generous letter from trump I don't actually believe it was that generous, but the fact that he left the note is a very tiny, 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 tiny step for him. I literally can't look at blessing because without laughing. (laughs) Um, Tiny, tiny, the size of a rice grain. I don't, I don't know, but I think she means that it's really tiny. The size of a rice grain, but it's something. It's something. Uh, Carl. Oh, um. Well, I wasn't shocked, but I was shocked when I found out Biden's age. (laughs) (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? Do you know his age? I do know his age. Why is they have said it multiple times? He's the oldest president. They complained about Bernie, but geez. (laughs) What does that have to do with anything? Hans, what did you what did you think about um, Trump not staying, but you know, and not like not following typical traditions. To be honest, I thought it was gonna be much worse. <laughs> I, I thought 
some way, somehow he's going to try to kill Biden. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I thought it was going to be much worse. He left a note. Um, I want to know what that note says, because Biden says it was generous. <laughs> I want to know what generous in his context mean, because, you know, I know Trump was not happy. He was not happy. He was very, very not happy. So I want to know what that note says, you know. I don't know what that note says. That's true. Yeah, and even in his speech, he didn't, um, what's it called? What's that word called? You know, not, not recognized. Um, what's that word when you like? Acknowledge? Yeah, acknowledge oh. Biden was president. That. And also, I'd like to note that, you know, on a president's last day, they typically do not use Air Force One. They usually, when they leave the White House, they usually take a commercial flight out. Uh, Trump is the only president that used Air Force One. So what did you guys think about that as well? Uh, he was being petty. Yeah, like, it was not needed. Just, no, except for no, you, like, just leave. I really like, do. I can't look at blessings. <laughs> oh my god. Like, Accept it. Right? You're talking about you don't want to borrow a plane from them. They don't want you to borrow a plane from them either. Care. Like they don't like you either. But at least they have respect for you. See, that's the difference between you and them. They have respect. You are just a baby. Let it go. Listen to Elsa. Let it go. <laughs> Listen to Elsa and let it, let it go, let it go. See, nobody wants to make me, see, we were talking about uh, doing a theme song prior to this. And I was saying, nobody should let me do a theme song because I can't sing for nothing. Um, does anybody else have to say anything about the Air Force One before I keep going? Not really. Not really? All right. No, but one okay, is- Carl. I knew Carl had to say something. Carl was gonna let it go. It's not about um uh, um people have said Trump has broken a lot of traditions, mm-hmm. leaving and beginning his term as president. But is that really a bad thing? Because I know although the United States and the military is viewed and strict in tradition, but with time really comes change and maybe past value shouldn't be reflected in a young nation or in a brand new nation okay i feel like change is good as long as it's not out of pettiness well the thing is is when we talk about change is change in let's talk about change let's try the concept of change but before we get into that when he said well after he got sworn in he's going to change all the policies that trump did and there's one thing i don't want him to change which is the federal, which is um, the law that he made, which is is a federal crime for owners to abuse their animals. Mm-hmm. So if he does change that, I might not be rooting for Joe Biden anymore because I think that's a very important law. I I doubt that he would seen that he has a as a uh, his pet is um, well, adopted. Are, yeah, I'm. Um, like saying, I hope he didn't change it because he didn't really specify. He's going to change the laws that make no sense. Well, well, we'll go over. We can go over some of the things that he changed. Like he got us back into the Paris Accord. He got us um, about. Um, actually, I I just well, had it up. I was watching the news and that he um, had a plan. I like like I like his plan, 
But my thing is, is the whole COVID thing. Like, he has a plan for it, but I don't think it's bulletproof. Because I don't, yeah, I agree with that. 100% sure about the vaccine. And if that doesn't go well, a lot of people are not going to support him anymore. Yeah. I mean, this is the, that's the thing. If we're looking over his, his plan over his presidency, there's a lot of things that he has to work on, you know, um, and he's got to change, but, you know, we also have to be willing to give this man a chance. So, so the next thing is let's talk about Harris. She's our the first woman Yay. and the person of color to ever hold <laughs> hold office of the as vice president, and, and she was sworn in by Justice Sotomayor, the first Latina member of the Supreme Court. So let let's talk. That's a lot of first right there. What do you guys think about that? I heard a comment that Kamala is the only diversity the House needs. Like all the diversity that the house needs because she's the first Asian, mm-hmm. first Indian, and the first African American. Are you talking about because of Biden's cabinet is a lot of diversity? In a way, because he he brought, he did um, nominate a lot of. But um, do you think that although Biden is nominating women and he's standing up for these sort of things, but do you think his past can be forgivable? what he's advocated for in the past what do you mean like his actions his legislation like what he's done in the past you think that is what he's doing now does that overshadow his past i don't think it over- no. it, it doesn't over- some people still say that biden was although he's supporting different groups of women just like women they say still say he's against some communities and some black leaders say that biden isn't for the black community not to get entangled or involved in a little political showcasing. I feel like we can't really like say anything because we don't know his agenda. Right. We don't know why he selected the woman or why he chose Kamala as um vice president. All we can really do is hope mm-hmm. that he did it for a good reason out of the kindness of his heart. Cause it's not let's be honest, it's not our place to judge him. People have done terrible things. They still ran for president. Yeah. And mo- some of them even won. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we, we can't really say anything on that, but I feel like if you want to forgive him, that's up to you as an individual. Right. So whatever you choose is what you choose but until we know his agenda don't judge him because yeah. people have done yeah. much more worse than he has trump. if you keep saying trump i can't um uh, let's not forget because my back is turned so i can't see hans so hans what do you think well i think whatever his reasons are it is still a beautiful and amazing thing that we have a black woman understand you know and we also have we also had Sonia Sotomayor for um uh I forgot just just now I just run out of my mind for as um 
Supreme Court. Oh my God, it just Supreme Court leader, right? And that was amazing back then. And it just, it's just amazing. You know, it's just amazing that we have a black woman on the stand again, you know? Yeah. Go ahead. No, thank you. Uh, well, my opinion on what Carl said previously about what he did in the past, everyone makes mistakes in the past. And I know a few people who were racist and did a lot of bad things, but they end up changing their viewpoint because of things that happen. Yeah. And I wouldn't really trust the source as a media because media does a lot to lie to you. And when a person's bad like Trump, they'll lie and most people believe them because it's Trump. Trump is immediately hated. So the thing about this is that I'm not going to sit here and praise Biden or praise Kamala Harris because they just started. They haven't proven themselves to be a good president or a vice president. And I'm very proud that a Black, Asian, Indian, and female person was to, you know, stand up and to be the first vice president. And now the next thing, because just being the vice president isn't enough, now you have to prove that women are fit for that position. Because if she does fail, she's basically failing a lot of females and a lot of colored people in this Yeah, of course. So I'm just rooting for them to be good, whether it was... Because at the end of the day, presidency is president is a president. No matter who you like or who you don't like, the lot of mistakes that we did, a lot of mistakes that we did with Trump is that we're so focused on hating him and doing this, we weren't focused on to fix the country. We're focusing on embarrassing him, making memes and stuff. So I feel like this um, this term, we should focus on America. We should focus on our citizens, not memes, not hating, not proving this happened eight years ago, 10 years ago, because what you did in your past is your past. It doesn't define your present. If you keep on bringing it, that's what you define yourself as. Your actions now define you as you are now, and your actions in the past define you who you were in the past. So I'm really hoping that Biden and Kamala does a good job. Just how I was hoping that Trump was going to do a good job when he got elected, even though I don't support him. I hope that it does happen. And whatever happens this, you know, forward years and the next four years, I hope that they do a wonderful job and Kamala Harris can prove that a woman mm. is fit to be a vice president. Uh, Indian is fit to be vice president. Asian is fit to be vice president. And African-American is fit to be vice president. And that's my viewpoint on it. Right. You want, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so let's talk about Amanda Gorman. She's a 22-year-old poet. She's actually the youngest person to ever read a poem at an inauguration after Biden was sworn in. What? Guys, I can't. Y'all are just lost your mind today. Uh, She read the poem, The Hill We Climb, which she wrote after the siege on the Capitol Hill. So one of the quotes from the poem was... We will raise this wounded world into the wondrous one. There's always light if we are brave enough to see it. We will be brave enough to be it. And then I wrote a little bit more. So what did you guys think when you guys saw her? Uh, So what I think is that 
She's shown something that the government could, could have never shown. She was, like you said, the youngest person to be in the inauguration. That's a great congratulations. 22. 22. A lot of 40-year-olds cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I'm not, yeah. not to be biased or anything, but she gave excellent points. She talked about things that we should acknowledge because yeah. a lot of us, even our citizens, the government, we, we always worry about the bad things, but we never acknowledge the good things that we have done to this world. Mm-hmm. We have done, for instance, freedom of religion. That has been a great impact to our world. It allowed us to have many corporations. It allowed us to socialize with people we haven't even known before. And that's a great accomplishment that we have done. And we should also like acknowledge the fact that she talked about like how we are the light. We're the people that, yeah. we're the ones that can change things for our future. And she also talked about, I believe she also talked about future generations. Yeah. And how like we, as like as the world is bad for us right now, we can change it for the better for our future generations. And as the world, cha- world change, we can always improve. And like, we have a lot of good technology. We have things that allow us to do that. You actually, yeah. And also like with like Kamaya Harris being like vice president and everything, a lot of people were not able to experience that. And for me personally, for this generation of people to experience her having a black representative as vice president, everything, it's really great, in my opinion. Yeah, you, Marcus, you touched on a lot of good points. So let's talk about the history part, though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump back to Kamala Harris. So another line that Amanda said in her poem was, for while we have our eyes on the future, history has its eyes on us. So I just want everybody to let that sink in for a minute. What do you guys think she meant by that? <laughs> man, man is like, give me a mic. <laughs> well, for one, I'm glad that we both shared, you know, the first name. But I think what she meant is that we're, we're always looking back at history and always trying to learn from history and trying to be better from what our, like from what other people did. But at the same time, we are making history by ourselves. Like for the first time in a long time since the Civil War, America has opened its eyes again. And mm-hmm. other countries have seen like the pure racism that happens in America with their own eyes across yep. televisions. Yep. So we're making a breakthrough. And we're not ignoring it anymore. We're not ignoring black people getting shot by cops, you know. Um, investigations where there's so many blanks mm-hmm. and not enough proof when they arrest black people. We're not ignoring clues anymore. We're not ignoring colored people being mistreated anymore. Yeah. And on top of that, we are making history because Kamala Harris herself is history. So while we keep looking back and we keep looking back at history and what happened, we are history ourselves in the making. And yeah. this story will probably be told down to our children, our great grandchildren because this is only the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. Because when Black Lives Matter started and you know the Me Too movement started and everything, we started acknowledging everything that was hidden. And when we started acknowledging it, other countries started acknowledging it too and started seeing America for its true colors, not its, you know, parties, its tourist, you know, tourist stuff. We saw it with its true colors. Right. And now because they're exposed and now because they're getting pushed out. We're going to keep on pushing and pushing to we can make it stop. 
all together. Yeah. No, you, again, you like, I get you're, you're hitting really great points because yeah, her name's Amanda. We, we, we're Ma- like, you guys are like this. We're like this. Yes. But like, uh, you're saying like, this is history in the making. And I think I was saying to you guys yesterday during the inauguration, you know, you guys, we're, we have a madam vice president. You know, you see this on the TV prior to all this. You see Madam Vice President, Madam President. Madam Vice President is no longer a fictional character anymore. Bree, I'm not going to yell at you. <laughs> Bree says her hands up. So, uh, Hans, go ahead. I think you were shaking, throwing your hands up for something. Oh, I'm just saying that I'm here. I'm still here. Oh, sorry. But... Again, my back's to you, so I apologize. No, it's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I really thought that her um, poem was really nice. And you guys should have seen her fit, though. It was, it was I liked it. It was awesome. I liked the yellow. Yeah, um, that's all I have to say about that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, but think about it. You guys, it's not something we see in the TV anymore. Like, it's no longer, like, Madam Vice President. It's not Matt, you know, it's, this is real life now. Yeah, this can be modeled after someone in real life. So, and you can now tell your kids that, like, I saw for the first time in history, I saw a woman, and it only took, I don't know, 200 years for it to happen, but we saw a woman get sworn in as vice president. And hopefully, in the next 10, years 20 years we'll see a woman being sworn in as president i'm hoping i hope i see it in my lifetime but you know that's the next step we have to do is evolve as people and as a country i don't know if it'll happen but we're going for it i think some people had a brain aneurysm when they saw you know a vice president get sworn as a woman but i just want to say her and michelle obama oh they look absolutely beautiful they were slaying it I don't uh, know uh, michelle she looked amazing and her curls stayed Ooh. the whole the whole uh, time yes i say what do you think about this whole thing you've been like you look like you've been pondering the world <laughs> he's feeling himself i know with his 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 hairs did too i did it you, you did lied. what lied i was there but when he did his hair a second time <laughs> okay Bray. thank you but what do you think about like this whole entire inauguration? What are your thoughts? I didn't really watch too much of the inauguration. That's the thing. I watched the part like where uh, I get I saw Biden give his speech. Okay. What what he kind of like dealing with the whole entire coronavirus like pandemic and he said like everybody should unite as one. Yeah. And then um yeah after that then that was it. <laughs> but okay, so not even seeing the inauguration, you know, because I know a lot of people didn't see it, but like. Do you guys feel like the energy has changed? I feel like it's a lot more calm now. Just a little bit more calm. Okay. Than what it was when uh, Trump was president. I, I believe that. In my opinion, it like, sh- it's the light that she was talking about. Like yeah. this inauguration allowed us to like disregard all of the pandemic crisis that we had to experience, all of these political arguments, all of like the violence that happened, Capitol Hill, all those like different news articles that happened throughout our world. It's a way to just postpone, just not think about it and just have a good time and see, just show like the representatives that mm-hmm. we have and what our future has to look up to. I agree with you. And so saying about, uh, go ahead, Amanda. Okay. So yes, 
the energy has been very, very different. <laughs> I, and Brie brought music to it, so. And the thing about it is that, yes, things are still going on, but like in the beginning, I'm, this is how I like to think of it, right? Okay. In the beginning of 2020, things were fine. Things were going right through it. By the time it hit March, things just went completely down right pandemic when 2021 hit you were still feeling down you know there wasn't really much of a christmas fever or anything yeah and it was just we were feeling really groggy and as you can see like as we go in later on into the year we start feeling a little bit better you know yeah because we got in use of the pandemic you know we got in like little loopholes we can do now and trump one thing that is always right is that he's the embodiment of hate his face the way he presents himself is just disgraceful because only thing he does is just put hate on everybody else and him being petty and having arguments with regular people doesn't help because he like a businessman yeah you can't run a country as a business joe biden is more like a family man like in the inauguration you can see him tearing up uh oh, i i'm getting chills yeah you can see him tearing up and him hugging his wife and him being proud of himself and you can see he was amped up because it took two weeks for trump to start doing what he had to do but biden he did it as soon as he could yep like right away he signed 46 um executive orders 40 right something so, yeah. and that's a lot of work to do, especially after inauguration. So, the fact that, like, after the fireworks and, you know, they're being posted all over social media, you just see people being happy. And then you have the Trump supporters saying that now Biden's president, things are going to go bad and this and that. But it's the same thing. 2020 is the opposite of, 20, of, of 2020. 2020, we thought it was going to be good. It went down. We thought we were going to have World War Three. Then it was the pandemic. And then it was Black Lives Matter. Then it was the cancel of Shrek. And, you know, and then COVID cases rose up again. And then there was this and that. And then there was a bomb on the city, like, yeah, across the globe. There was a lot of things happening. They canceled Under Mama's um, Syrah. Yep. And now in 2021... Jesus. You know about that? Now in twenty in twenty twenty one, we're starting off smoothly, you know? Yeah. We're starting off, you know, getting good news. And the best thing about having such a rough year and having a long time of just bad luck, there's a whole lot of good luck to be spread it out afterwards. So I feel like the energy has most definitely changed. Trump supporters, they're mad, but haters will stay mad. Haters gonna hate. So but because a lot, a lot of people like Trump, but a whole lot of people hated him. So it was more hate in the country more than love. But a lot of people love slash tolerate Biden. So now it's more, you know, uplifting Yeah. than Trump. Because Biden's old. He's like that grandpa that we all love. Yeah. And then Trump's like that petty uncle who still thinks he's rich and still thinks he got it. So like that little shift that we made in just a few months... Is a really big heat for us, and I feel like we're gonna go off to an actually good year because things are looking up and things are looking positive again. And I feel like for me and others, things are starting to you know get up. I think no, I agree with you, and I think because you know we, I think even in Biden's speech, he said, uh, I pulled something off of it. It said like every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for a total war. He later stated that he would be a president of all Americans and even fight just as hard for people who didn't support him. 
you know, it, it's a president who's not trying to divide us. It's not this or that. It's not a president of, you know, are you Republican? Or are you uh, a Democrat? This is someone who's said from day one and his, uh, even during his, when he was, what is it called? When they're on the way for the election, he even said he was, you know, he, it was always trying to unite the people. I can't even think of the word. Hans, what do you, what do you think? I'm sorry. I kind of got off topic because I had to go back and forth of a a, um, problem. What what is the topic? Uh, We're just talking about, like, do you think the energy is different now? Yeah, Uh, definitely different. If you saw last night, the reaction that they had last night on CNN, it was insanely beautiful. Like, the people were very, very happy that Biden was on. When I tell you very happy, they were very happy. A lot of people were singing last night. A lot of people were performing. There were fireworks everywhere. I don't know if that happens for every president, but I know that this that did not happen for Trump like that. I know it did not. <laughs> but when I saw that for Biden, I was just like, that's just beautiful. Like they are, they are very happy that Biden is on the stand and hopefully change will come, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, and yeah, it was it, the energy is definitely more different. Uh, Trump is not happy, I can tell you that. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. So, yeah. <laughs> we are actually we're wrapping up our time. So, uh, does anybody? So, instead of our usually of our last minute thoughts, does anybody want to? Let's talk about something that stood out for you guys on the inauguration, or just. Anything about the presidency, about anything about this whole entire experience? Does anybody want to go first? I mean, it's like, yes, pick me. That was the first and probably only inauguration I would ever watch. Um, should always watch an inauguration. It was really nice. It was really uplifting. I loved, I loved every part of it, to be honest. The prayer was really long, though. Like, yeah, the prayers were always long longer than I expected but I think one thing that really stood out to me was just how people seem joyful you know mm-hmm. even with the mask and the pandemic and everything you could still feel like the joy even you know down from the mask and everything and to see everyone smiling and getting along and to see Mike Pence actually showing up and being respectful I forgot that Mike Pence showed up yep mm-hmm. and Mike Pence talking because if you see it before Kamala sat down yeah she was talking to Mike Pence and I think they did like a whole fist bump thing let's yes I forgot the fist pump with Joe Biden constantly doing the fist pumps yes yeah. okay and I think that shows maturity and shows that they finally girl I'm not done speaking and shows that and shows that they finally decided to stop being petty and just accept their loss and you know be on good terms so yeah. for both sides to get along despite the other's beliefs is amazing and yeah. Mike Pence to mature is good and for Donald Trump to leave things alone is even better so you saw it sounds like you what you saw was a lot of people united yeah for the first time united not during the inauguration everyone dissing other politicians just pure drama the only dissing there was was at the capitol which was, you know, kind of 
understandable, but a lot of times when other presidents talk and give speeches, they love to diss and to, you know, create drama. Yeah. And the inauguration, there wasn't any of that. It was more joyful, more, we're going to get better, more united as a person. Jennifer Lopez, you know, screaming what she said in Spanish, you know, for hopes of Latinas, Amanda doing her poem, Kamala Harris representing, like there was a lot of culture and you don't get a lot of culture inauguration because usually it's only ran by white men. And now you're seeing females, you're seeing different ethnicities and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I think that was like a major change for me and I'm really happy like the first inauguration I watched, it was a lot of color, a lot of diversity. Yeah. Because America is diversity. So our government should be diversity. Yes, I agree with you. Who wants to talk about something else that they noticed? Go ahead. I noticed everything that Amanda noticed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you notice a lot of people united, diversity. Yeah. Did you actually watch it? What she said. Oh, oh. Okay, Hans, go ahead. What did you notice? Like, if you guys noticed the outfits of the first women, the first women, both of them, and Kamala Harris, like blue, um, no, it was blue. Uh, was it? It was blue, red, and purple. Right then and there, it was just beautiful. There was no purple. Who's wearing purple? Um, Kamala Harris. No, Kamala. Kamala was wearing blue. It, we we found out it was cobalt blue, actually. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Well, it kind of looked like purple. Oh. You yeah, somebody else also said purple, but we found out it was cobalt blue. <laughs> but yeah, I actually loved their fits. It was just perfect. I loved it. I was like, yes, women for power. Period. <laughs> women for power. There you go. Period. So you awesome. Who else noticed something else about the uh noticed or? felt something, anything just about the inauguration, not even if you didn't watch the inauguration. Boys. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you out. Isaiah, let's go. Uh, what did you notice? Like, did you did you feel, so, even if something you felt yourself? I don't know, it just felt like very uplifting and just seeing everybody come together and seeing that amount of diversity and happiness, you know, finally, after like a long four years, it's just really nice. So Awesome. Uh, inauguration. Well, the bit I saw well, about Biden giving a speech and having an actual plan uh, about the whole entire pandemic situation was also nice. So, yeah, I just felt a lot of good energy from the people. That's great. In a very long time. Awesome. Thank you. For me, when I started watching the inauguration, I was kind of surprised on like what I saw. Like, even, like, Biden, he, like, showed that he wants to be with good terms on both sides, even though if they don't agree with him or whatever things that he says are not, like, people don't agree with that. He still wants to show that he's that guy. He's going to, he's going to change it. He's going to make this world better. And he's going to make our future something to live for, even with pandemics, even, like, I think like Biden, his point of view, like his mindset is that even with like, we have all these problems, we mm-hmm. might, we're going to face it head on and we're going to go through it. Yeah. And that's what I thought. That's awesome. Thank you. Blessing. Did you notice something about how you felt about it? Like, did you, something you noticed? Like, um, for the first time in a long while, I felt genuinely happy. Okay. 
Um, we hope touches. Um, I think one of the things that made me the happiest was the fact that Biden was the second Catholic person to become president. Okay. And one thing that really touched my heart is the fact that he used his family Bible to get sworn in. I didn't know that. Yes, it's it was. If I remember correct, if I remember correctly, the Bible is 127 years old. Stop. Oh, I just got chills. Yes, and I think that made me happy that he still has a part of his family in him, and the fact that he went to church before his inauguration proves that. As a Christian, I'm glad that he went to church because it just proves how much he has faith in God and God's plan for this country. And it makes me happy to know that we are taking steps towards a better America. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So um, I'm going to end for my final thought is something from Amanda Gorm's poem. It says, we've seen a force that would shatter a nation rather than share it would destroy our country if we meant if it meant delaying democracy and this effort very nearly succeeded but while democracy can be periodically delayed it can never be defeated in this truth in this face we we trust for while we have our eyes on the future history has its eyes on us so i want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the safe space podcast um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify. Uh, you can go on our website at theamanisafespace.com. You can check us out on Insta at amanisafespace. And, you know, just let us know what you guys think. Subscribe to us. Leave us a comment. You know, every opinion matters. Your truth matters. You know, if anything, this inauguration, this election this whole process have showed us that, you know, you got to get out there. You got to share your truth um, and, you know, get your opinion out there, get your voices out there. You know, you got to get, you just, you gotta, you just, you gotta, you gotta get out there. You gotta, you gotta talk. You gotta get your, you, you gotta get your voices heard because it matters. Your voices matter. You can, you have the ability to change things. So thank you guys for listening to us. We hope that you guys continue listening to us and we will be in your ears again next week and we'll check you guys out. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.